right, Saturday night, and we are live. Hope everybody's doing good. Be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. Welcome the Christian Television Network to the TLP platform tonight. All of you watching Christian Television Network, we love you. God bless you. Everybody on Facebook, we love you. God bless you. But switch over to Rumble. Not telling Christian Television Network, switch over to Rumble. But everybody watching on some other streaming platform, switch over to the only free speech streaming platform that there is. All right, let's hop right into this tonight. We've got a lot to get to, and I've only got 55 minutes and 57 seconds of fury left to go. We've got to squeeze all this in, and you know how good I am at squeezing stuff in. All right, let's go to the border first tonight. I promised a lot of border the other night. Didn't get to as much as I wanted to, but here's more on the border. Starting off with Jesse Waters. The Democratic Party is now transitioning. They now identify as border hawks. We know they're trying to put out, they're trying to pass this bill with, uh, I don't know, it's weird, uh, Republican Party turncoat, Senator Lankford, out of Oklahoma, seems to be a pretty conservative guy up till recently, now working behind closed doors. I mean, it's weird how you go from a conservative senator like Langford, put out lots of stuff, pro-life stuff, uh, I mean, even maybe some anti-COVID stuff, I don't remember, but weird how he goes from being a very conservative senator, he's never one that I've named, never has popped up on the radar as another, like Rob Portman or another uh, John Cornyn or Murkowski or Romney or any of those, he seems to be a pretty mainline conservative and suddenly transitions now he's working a border bill of course linked to ukraine if you don't you can't you can't lock down the border unless you fund ukraine to the tune of 200 billion dollars why they can't be separate i don't know and that's a big part of our of our problem part of our 34 trillion dollars in debt is everything gets linked together if you don't spend it on this you don't get that everything needs to come everything needs to be brought to the various floors of the house and the senate as individual bills and that way, everybody can vote up or down. I, I wouldn't mind being on the record. You, people don't want to be on the record. I don't want to be on the record for voting against funding for Ukraine. Why not? I would. I'd vote against funding for Ukraine right now. Yeah. Absolutely. I'd, I'd vote for funding. I, I would vote to defund Hamas right now as Joe Biden is funding Hamas via, via uh, Iran and funding the Houthis and Hezbollah through, via Iran. I would be glad to defund Hamas. And I would defund Volodymyr Zelensky. Absolutely. Without any hesitancy. But people don't want that. That's how they, they play the games they always play by saying, you know, Republicans refuse to uh, fund education. Well, they, they linked education to abortion. So they didn't really not fund education. They chose not to fund abortion. But then the Democrats can say because they or they can I'll make it a real extreme. The 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 Republicans voted not to save puppies you know, because they had some kind of puppy saving part of the bill. And the Republicans, how horrible can these guys be? They voted not to save puppies. But on the other side of the bill, which is the same bill, is funding for Planned Parenthood to the tune of $600 million per year. So Republicans actually voted against funding abortion. They didn't fund, they didn't choose to not fund saving puppies. But that's how Washington, D.C. works. That's yeah. how it always works. When they say that they are lowering debts and deficits, they're never, never lowering debts or deficits. They're lowering rates of increase of debts or deficits. So if it has a usual annualized increase of 12, 13, 14% of debt and deficit, they lower it down to 11.8% and say that they've cut the debt and cut the deficit. That's the number. That's the game they're playing. Well, they're playing the same game now. Lo and behold, for the last three years, now we have a solid three years, four years into 15 days to flatten the curve, Three years into the Biden administration, he hasn't done a daggum thing about uh, about shutting down the border. Not one thing. As a matter of fact, he did not. Not only did he not shut down the border, he tore down parts of the wall and 
opened up other parts of the wall and actually sold, uh, sold off for pennies on the dollar steel for building the wall. <laughs> sold it, just sold it into, into oblivion and opened it up. And now we've set all kinds of records. As you've heard me say a million times on this podcast, under Donald Trump, we had 8,000 illegal border crossings per month. Under Joe Biden, we have 12,000 illegal border crossings per day to the tune of about 300,000 per month. And again, that's that's actually at least one times that many. So it's really up to three 300, 300,000 is really 600,000 or even more per month because that 300,000 is only talking about those who are registered at the border, border and known gotaways. Not all the myriads of other people that go through the border that are never seen by the CBP because the CBP is busy changing diapers and making grocery runs for illegal aliens. So those are, those are the real numbers. And suddenly we've had these numbers now for three years, I mean, we, we, I could go back, if I flip the camera over to Will and Aaron, you, I could ask them, how many times have we showed a slide, well, I call them slides, you know, our various tweets of Biden setting another record, a record week for illegal border crossings, Yeah, a record August for illegal border crossings. And it's always funny, too, because if you say a record August for illegal border crossings, it's comparison to the last one, because they broke, they broke the record in 2021. And then they broke the record in 2022. And now they broke the record in 2023 over and over again. But suddenly now in an election year, they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna be border hawks and they're playing this game. The same thing I told you a minute ago about funding puppies. They're going, you know what? The Republican Party is refusing to shut down the border because the Republican Party is refusing to sign on to Senator Lankford's secret deal that nobody's allowed to read. How are you, you, you going to vote for it? I mean, you need to understand, that's absolute factual data. He's saying, whether it's Slankford, Slankford, Schumer, and all the Democrats, and of course the Rhino Republicans, the Collinses of the world, Mitt Romney's come out and said, how dare Donald Trump tell the Senate to vote against this thing? Mitt Romney doesn't even know what's in the bill. He's never read the bill. <laughs> they don't have any idea what's in the bill because Slankford refuses to release it. For everyone practicing evil, hates the light, does not come to light, lest it needs be exposed. John chapter 3, verse 20, Jesus speaking. So, I mean, we have this bill now. Allegedly now, yeah, the Democrats are, are, are now want to shut down. They, the, but they, what, they need to, what, need, what they need to be is ask the right questions. They just need to be asked the right questions. Ask a Democrat, do you want to shut down entirely all illegal immigration? Do you want to shut this down? Now, parts and parcels of this, of this deal has come out, which we'll, we'll talk about, but... Do you want to shut it down? Because they, they can't answer that. If they answer that, honestly, it'll be absolutely not. We do not want to shut down the border. We want to let in a minimum of 5,000 illegals per day. That's, that's in the bill. So they would have to answer that, honestly. So you simply ask them, do you want to shut down the border? If they say, they can't say yes to it because if they say yes to it, they're a racist. They can't, be, they can't be a racist to their Democratic Party base, which is another thing. It's very, they're, this just very intricate. But their own base is now voting against them in NYC and Chicago because they're being flooded with illegals. So we're, they're actually caught. It's just like Biden. Biden got fish hooked in this whole border. Notice how the 24-hour ultimatum has passed? You have 24 hours to take down that razor wire. Where, what happened? Nothing. As a matter of fact, you talk to CBP agents right now, they're refusing. They actually are refusing to take down the border water wire. They're refusing to take it down. They're refusing to engage with National Guard troops and law enforcement agents for the state of Texas to take down that, that, that razor wire. And, and another simple question asked the Democratic Party is, if you suddenly, because they're saying, Republicans now wanna, don't, don't want to vote 
to fund border security. Now, what does border security mean? If, to a Democrat, it means about the same thing as democracy. Border security to a, to, a, to a Democrat is border insecurity, just like democracy to a Democrat is actually authoritarianism, but they use those inverted words. They say, we are voting for border security. No, they're, bo- they're voting for, vo- they're, they're voting for uh, illegal infiltration into the United States. They want, to, they want, yeah, they say, well, we, we're going to hire 1,200 more CBP agents. Only for facilitation, though. Although, ask them point blank. Are those new 1,200 CBP agents, I guess they're going to hire those alongside their 14,000 IRS agents? So they, now, are these CBP agents? Are they going to be diaper changers, sandwich makers, and grocery runners? Or are they actually going to be Border Patrol agents to shut down the border? That's what needs, needs to be asked. Because what they're all, all the Democrats are doing with their border security and they're saying Republicans won't vote for border security because they won't vote for this bill and hire these more and hire these 1,400 more or 1,200, 1,400, whatever. So I interchange it because I don't remember the specific number. It's somewhere in that. The Republicans won't vote for this. So they're refusing to vote for border security. No, we're refusing to vote for border facilitation of illegals into Democratic Party NGOs. That's what we're refusing to vote for uh, CBP agents to be facilitators for fentanyl traffickers, child sex traffickers, and just human labor traffickers. We're, we're refusing that. And we're refusing to vote for 12 to 1,400 more border patrol agents that will facilitate military-aged men into our country to the tune of 300,000 per month. Because it's asking a Democrat, they're saying, Republicans are refusing to, re- to fund this new border security bill. New border security, why do we need a new border security bill when, when Donald Trump left office, it was 8,000 illegals per month crossing the border, and now we have 12,000 illegals per day crossing the border. What has changed? The funding has gone up. So what, 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 what is this comprehensive immigration bill this, for comprehensive immigration reform? What are we comprehensively reforming exactly? What, I mean, what exactly are we reforming? Are they going to actually shut down the borders? But no, it's just for facilitation. For the endless symbiote that I talk to you about all the time so that the border patrol can facilitate, facilitate illegals. It's just like, I mean, it's just like Admiral Kirby said in, in, the, in, the, in the press briefing in the White House. We want to take down this razor wire so CBP agents can do their jobs. If the person's on the other side of the razor wire, the CBP agent has already done their job. You're right. If they're on the other side of the border barrier, then the CBP agent's got nothing to do but wave. Hey, that's it. There's nothing for him to do. What, what, why does he, what job exactly does he need to do? They're in Mexico. He has no jurisdiction in Mexico. So what job does he have to do? All right, here's Jesse Waters. Get ready, Will. Play for me. Every great nation has had this in common. Great walls. The Athenians had the most beautiful metropolis in the world. It was an open target to foreign navies, though, since Athens was perched on the coast. It was a wall that made the city impenetrable during their war with Sparta. The Byzantines fortified their city with walls that towered over 40 feet tall. For over a millennium, it prevented enemy armies from penetrating. The most famous wall, the Great Wall of China. For decades, American politicians have traveled to China and marveled at its 13,000-mile-long barrier. Since America's founding, both parties have protected our border. It is common sense. Everyone inside of America, Republican or Democrat, requires protection. We are a nation of immigrants. 
but we are also a nation of laws. It is wrong and ultimately self-defeating for a nation of immigrants to permit the kind of abuse of our immigration laws we have seen in recent years, and we must do more to stop it. We simply cannot allow people to pour into the United States undetected, undocumented, unchecked. No great nation can be in a position where they can't control their borders. Since Democrats know great nations control their borders, they must not want America to be great. They're literally running against a man whose motto is make America great again. So in opposition, 8 million illegals pour into the country in just three years. Ellis Island processed 12 million immigrants in 60 years. That's 200,000 a year. Biden is importing 300,000 a month. If Biden gets reelected, his presidency will have opened the doors to more foreigners than Ellis Island. There's one stat that I really wanted to get off that video, and I got it here. Ellis Island, because you always hear the Democrats, allegedly, they never get the quote right, always quoting underneath the Statue of Liberty, give, give us your huddled masses. Ellis Island actually facilitated 12 million uh, legal immigrants, because that's a it was a port of entry, Ellis Island. Yeah. Legal aliens into our country, 12 million in 60 years. Joe Biden is going to facilitate the same amount in three and all illegal. That's a fact, by the way. You're like, Tom, where do you get that number? Because it's a minimum of it's a minimum of nine up to 12. And always remember the CBP statistical data. CBP will always tell you if we tell you 600, 600,000 illegally crossed, it's at least twice that many because we're not encountering most of the people that are illegally crossing, especially now, again, because most CBP agents are diaper changers, sandwich makers and grocery store runners. For, for illegal aliens. And again, the Democrats will say, we want to shut down. We want, the Republicans are refusing to fund border security. Well, how are you, how are you securing the border? Tell us exactly how you're going to secure the border. I, I would love to know that. Wait till you see some of the parts of this bill. So Joe Biden, again, Ellis Island, Ellis Island statistics, 12 million uh, aliens, legal aliens, facilitated in 60 years. Joe Biden has facilitated 12 million illegal aliens in, in three years. And who knows what it'll be at the end of this year. Now, I know that people don't say 12 million. They say somewhere at eight, nine million. It's more than that. But even by the end, so it'll be 12 million, even by their own data, it'll be 12 million by the end of, by the end of his administration. In four years, three years, two years, whatever it is. Because CBP statistics are vastly different than the ones you hear on the news. All right, go to the next one for me. Let me show you what it's really all about. Here's a pick, whitehouse.gov. It's not bastion of right-wing conspiracy theory, January 20th. 2021, proclamation of the determination of emergency with respect to the southern border of the United States and redirection of funds diverted to the border wall construction. So these are the people that are saying now that the Republican Party, and listen, I'm, no, I'm a Republican, will vote down ballot Republican, but I'm no great defender of the Republican Party. But lies are lies. And they're saying the Republican Party is refusing to, uh, to vote on this new Border, border security funding bill. They're refusing to vote for this new border uh, security funding bill. They're refusing to vote for it. Well, why would we ever need one if you, would, if you wouldn't have taken down the emergency declaration at the southern border? Donald Trump had this, the border as an emergency when 8,000 illegals were crossing a month. 
Yeah. Now it's 12,000 a day and we don't have an emergency declaration. We had plenty of emergency declarations for COVID, which went until April of 2022. It emerged, or was it 2020? No, it was this year they took yeah. it down finally. 2023. COVID, the COVID, the state of emergency for COVID-19 didn't come down until somewhere in the April of, the, of last year. Yeah. Three years, three long years of 15 days flat the curve of an emergency declaration for a 99.9% survival virus. And we have 12,000 illegals crossing the border per day, per day. And by the way, I'm going to look into this. We're also having record northern border crossings. Saw that article today. Actually, not an article. It was a tweet. I saw that today, which I'm going to look into it to make sure it's true. So we got them coming in from everywhere, everywhere. So how is it? I mean, just think of, just think of the audacity of saying, Republicans are refusing to vote for border security. They're always talking bad about border security now. Joe Biden's failing at border security. And now we're, we're giving them a bill. Bill for what? Bill for what? Border insecurity. Just a border uh, facilitation. It's a border facilitation bill to facilitate more. They're, they want to hire more judges so they can adjudicate cases faster. Why do they need to adjudicate cases faster? Why don't you just shut down the border and adjudicate no cases? Yeah. They're illegal. Why do we need to adjudicate any cases? You can you make your case at the port of entry at the country prior to entering. So you make your case at the port of entry in Mexico, in Venezuela, in Costa Rica, wherever you are at, you make the you make your petition for asylum in the United States of America at the country prior to the United States of America. All right, let's go to the next one. May's video. Is that right, Will? Yes, sir. All right, here we go. This is a this is a ton of gaslighting. Listen to the Biden and Trump debate from 2020. Play for me. We're going to talk about immigration now, gentlemen, and we're going to talk about families within this context. Mr. President, your administration separated children from their parents at the border, at least 4,000 kids. You've since reversed your zero tolerance policy, but the United States can't locate the parents of more than 500 children. So how will these families ever be reunited? Uh, children are brought here by coyotes and lots of bad people, cartels, and they're brought here and they used to use them to get into our country. We now have as strong a border as we've ever had. We're over 400 miles of brand new wall. You see the numbers and we let people in, but they have to come in legally and they come in through. But America. how will you reunite these just kids you, with their families, let me just tell you, Mr. President? They built cages. You know, they used to say, I built the cages. And then they had a picture in a certain newspaper and it was a picture of these horrible cages. And they said, look at these cages. President Trump built them. And then it was determined they were built in 2014. That was him. Do you they have a plan cages. to reunite the kids? Yes, we're working families? on it very, we're, we're trying very hard. But a lot of these kids come out without the parents. They come over through cartels and through coyotes and through gangs. Vice President Biden, let me bring you into this conversation. Quick response and then another question to you. These 500 plus kids came with parents. They separated them at the border to make it a disincentive to come to begin with. Bay, real tough. We're really strong. And guess what? They cannot, it's not coyotes didn't bring them over. Their parents were with them. They got separated from their parents. And it makes us a laughing stock and violates every notion of who we are as a nation. Let me ask you a follow-up question. They did it. We changed the policy. Your response they to did that? It. We, we changed. did not. They built the cages. The, they, who, who built the cages, let's, Joe? Let's talk about what who we're built talking the cages. About. Let's Joe. talk about what we're talking about. What happened? Parents were ripped. Their kids were ripped from their arms and separated. 
And now they cannot find over 500 sets of those parents, and those kids are alone. Nowhere to go. Nowhere to go. Look how mad Joe is about 500 kids. <laughs> Joe's infuriated about 500 kids. Now get this down. In four years of the Trump administration, four years, you know, I should have, I should have assigned Aaron because you would have found 40 videos. In four years, Donald Trump caged, caged. These kids, again, these people who care about these caged kids would gladly slaughter that same kid in the womb. Yep. So they really care about these kids, right? But let's go over the numbers. So in four years of the Trump administration, 4,000 kids were caged. Joe Biden's allowing 12,000 people a day to cross the border. <laughs> 4,000 kids were separated, put in cages, right? Now, of those 4,000 kids that were separated, 500 of the kids couldn't then be, at the time of this debate, they could not find the families of the kids. Now, wouldn't if they were brought to the border with their family, huh. <laughs> wouldn't their family come back for them? Mm. So Joe, being very vehement, they were brought there by their family. They were separated. How do you think Joe knows? How would Joe know whether they were actually brought to the border by their family? Right. How would he have any knowledge of that situation whatsoever? He has no idea. But look how vehement he bullfaced freaking lies. He's. I mean, look. Look how with, with such zeal and with such conviction he bullfaced lies. He has no idea about one of those kids. He has no idea. Did he research that? See if Trump. Trump was. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to make myself equivalent to Trump or anything like that in his accomplishments. I'm just saying, if it was me, I would have turned him and said, which family are you talking about specifically, Joe? Because <laughs> he has no idea what he's talking about, but he's very vehement in his life, very zealous in his lies. Right. Very convinced in his own lies. And puts a lot of emotion and drama behind it. But again, back to the numbers. So four years, four years, a total of 4,000 kids were separated from their family. I wonder how many per day under the Biden administration are sex trafficked. Yeah. Again, I don't mean to bring up this disgusting story over and over and over and over and over again, but when you have a seven-year-old girl who crosses the border under Joe Biden and 56 separate samples of semen are found in her body, uh, who exactly is facilitating these kids across the border? Joe, they're separated by their family. We're a national laughingstock. Joe, you're 12,000 per day. 12,000 per day. Donald Trump, in totality, for four years, had 4,000 kids that were separated, separated from their families. And then 500 of the kids. Now, all 500 of the kids were never lost. All 4,000 of the kids were never lost. How many kids were lost under the Trump administration? Reported none. Zero. We don't have any statistical data on it. It's zero. So this, but using their numbers, and Joe Biden is using this against Trump in a debate. Think about, think about the audacity of it. Talking about 4,000 kids that were separated. All 4,000 of them, all 4,000 of those kids were not lost. They may have trouble finding their families because they were brought with coyotes and sex traffickers, but not one kid was lost. Biden has lost 85,000 kids. Yep. That Alejandro Mayorkas has admitted he has no idea where they freaking are. The DA secretary has no idea where they are. No idea. 85,000 kids are missing. No kids missing under Trump. Not one kid missing under Trump. I'm sure there was, but statistically, it's not out there. Imagine that. Imagine the audacity of being a Democrat. All right, where am I at, Will? May, where am I at? May's George? February. May's video? 
February. Oh, there we go. Yeah, here, here is Biden when he came in. Here is Biden's, no, this is Biden's attitude about Ukraine. Now, shouldn't this be aimed at us? Play it for me. We will not sacrifice basic principles, though. Nations have a right to sovereignty and territorial integrity. They have the freedom to set their own course and choose with whom they will associate. Why don't we get these choices, uh, choices, Joe? Why don't we get sovereignty? Because you don't look at the United States as a sovereign nation. That's why. You look at the United States as a globalist state under Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum, or maybe even Beijing, because you're being daily extorted by Beijing. So where, what about our border security? Go to the next one for me. This is interesting right here. That most of you know the story. George Sweet, follow him on Twitter, on X. They're going to start treating Texas like they do Russia. Today, the regime, the Joe Biden regime, halted natural gas exports. Now, that today was yesterday. So this was on Friday. On Friday, the Biden regime halted natural gas exports that happened to be a huge part of the Texas economy. This will backfire big time. Look at the headline down below. Biden reigns in gas exports that have raised both U.S. prestige and climate fear. So here we are. Few things on this. This is what you call extortion. Hopefully Greg Abbott will stand firm. Greg Abbott is no fire breather. Hopefully he does. He has a tendency to be a little uh, wiggly and in difficult times. So we'll see if Greg Abbott can hold the line. Stay with me, Gladiator. Hopefully he can do it. So that's one thing. So he, what's happening is Biden's mad because they refuse to take down the razor wire. And you know how many people have actually entered through the razor wire so far? Ready? Here it is. Ready? Zero. So we have Shelby Park, Eagle Pass, Texas, and the area that has been cordoned off by Greg Abbott's National Guard and Texas police has had zero border entries. You know why? Can't get through razor wire. That's why. And what, is, what does Biden want to do? Take the razor wire down. How is that? Now, he wants a border security bill to pass. What's that? Just the elimination of all border barriers at all? Where there's plenty of places where there is no border barriers. So I guess the, all border barriers are going to go down. And see, the other part of this is you're always hearing me talk about the one world narrative, the one world agenda, the globalist, bourgeois, elitist, leftist agenda, which is to leverage you into a one world commerce system with a singular access point to all commerce controlled by them. So here you have it. This one, I told you there's many tactics. That's the one agenda, but there's many tactics to that agenda. CBDC, social credit systems, vaccine passports, pandemics and plandemics, transgenderism, gun grabbing, lawlessness, climate hoax. Well, one of them right here, here's the climate hoax. So they are actually using climate to leverage Greg Abbott into compliance. A facade, a complete, it's like they were leveraging COVID to bring you into compliance. So here we are, is a tactic using climate change to leverage you into compliance. It's a big part of Texas's economy is natural gas. Namely, get this, you got to get this now. Namely, Texas sends this natural gas to which country? Germany. Germany's the country that was receiving all of its oil from Russia via the Nord Stream 2 pipeline, which Joe Biden blew up. (laughs) Joe Biden just can't leave Germany alone. Joe Biden blows up the Nord Stream pipeline. We all know who did it. The United States did it. And now he's not allowing Texas to sell natural gas to namely Germany because it's a threat to climate all of a sudden? Why wasn't it a threat to climate a week ago? Two weeks ago, 
six months ago, six years ago, seven years ago, 30 years ago. When did it become a threat to climate office? Oh, right when Biden was being defied. So he now uses it under the guise of climate change, a tactic to leverage you into that one world commerce system. Here's a great example of them doing it. You will comply or we will use one of our tactics to leverage you into compliance. All right, let's go to the next one. Let me show you this now. Speaking of border crossings, this is an end wokeness video. This is a father outside of a courtroom. You'll be able to see him, believe me. Big dude outside of a courtroom. And there's a, there's a guy on trial for raping his daughter. Kind of a problem for a lot of dads, right? The guy who raped or allegedly, allegedly raped his daughter is a man by the name of the surreal American sort of name, Yusuf Asami. Now, dad, this Yusef, he's coming out of the courtroom while dad approaches him and dad ends up punching the guy. Play it for me. So the question is, is this happening all over the globe? Is this happening all over the place? Is his dad getting his daughter raped by Yusef Azami, an illegal alien, I forgot to say. So he's an illegal alien, comes in, rapes his daughter. Now, would he be in this country if illegal was actually illegal? No. Where, where should the rapist have been? In whatever country he came from, namely, and again, I want to be very specific with this, as he was crossing through the southern border, he never should have made it through Mexico because he should have gone through a port of entry in Mexico. Remember, remain in Mexico, which Biden took down. 8,000 people a month illegally crossing the southern border under Trump. 12,000 per day illegally crossing the southern border under Biden. That's absolute fact. Yep. This Yusef Azami, guilty or innocent, is an is a illegal alien. He's illegal. We wouldn't have this court. We wouldn't be spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on a court hearing. Or a trial. Whatever happened to the daughter, if he's guilty, never would have happened if he would have been left on the other side of the border. So what's happening around the globe with these sex crimes? I wonder what's happening by, by, you know, uh, around the globe. We'll go to the next one for me, Will. Living the American Dream tweet. Eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. I believe that's 80%. Yeah. Eight out of ten stranger rapes in Sweden is carried out by migrants. And I'll just go ahead and not put, I'll just go ahead and put what living the American dream didn't put, we all know that they would be illegal migrants. Yeah. They may make them legal somehow in Sweden, but we all know they're illegal migrants. Eight out of 10 rapes. You have a rape problem going on throughout Europe. Yeah. I just grabbed a couple countries here, but you can grab any country, whether it's Spain, whether it's Italy, whether it's France, whether it's Germany, whether it's Sweden, rapes are going through the roof. The All of these countries will be unrecognizable in the next decade. Yep. Unrecognizable. Tom, you're a racist. I'm not a racist. What race are you talking about exactly? Well, if you're going to call me a racist, then please name the race that I'm a racist against. Because illegal alien, correct me if I'm wrong, Aaron, correct me if I'm wrong, Will, illegal alien is not a race. Correct. (laughs) So how exactly am I a racist? It's got nothing to do with race. But we have a rape problem going on. I wanted to show you that's happening in America. So go to the next one for me, Will. It's a little problem in Sweden. Okay, you, you, eight out of ten, 10 of their stranger rapes are committed by migrants. Yep. But Swedish scientists prosecuted for finding that most rapes are committed by, by immigrants. 
When research and science do not align with a, with a dominant woke political narrative, governments and institutions are resorting to coercive punishment. That sounds weird because we have a president leading contender for the Republican nomination for president is being taken off of ballots and being criminally prosecuted to the tune of 91 felonies. All for crimes that don't exist and he certainly never committed because you can't commit a crime that doesn't exist. But right here, you have Swedish scientists simply put out the statistical data. I mean, is it true or is it not true? Statistical data is most rapes are committed in Sweden. Most rapes are committed by migrants. That's fact, right? Racist. What race? What race am I racist then? It's a fact. You have all of these imported men from third world countries because everybody's a man. We get Aaron and Will and I could show you one video after another of all the migrants migrating illegally into the United States of America. And I'm not exaggerating, nine out of every 10 person, people, is a man. And most of the time, it's 200 to one men. So it's not even nine out of 10. It's 200 to one man versus woman migrating. And every Chinese person coming into America right now is a military age man. And it's estimated, get this now, will you get this? Get, think about this as a military man. It's now estimated that 100,000, 100,000 illegal Chinese immigrant, of, immigrant men of military age have illegally migrated in the United States of America. 100,000 Chinese men of military age have illegally migrated in the United States under the Biden administration. But here, if you actually, in Sweden, you actually just say, you're a scientist, you're a Swedish scientist, and you simply say most rapes are being committed by migrants. You get arrested for it. Think about that. This is exactly what's happening in the court system in the United States of America, but I'll get to that later. All right, let's go to the next one for me. Well, I don't even know where I am. Oh, there we go. All right, Lana tweet. Official stats in Germany. I'm making this up. Bastion of right-wing conservatism. Look at the bottom right there. Six German Turkish men were arrested for rape in Spain. <laughs> so... Illegal migrants from, from, from Turkey. Official stats in Germany. Gang, ra- gang rapes have hit a record high in Germany. That's a, great, that's a great accomplishment. Foreign, non-European men make up 14% of the population and oh. commit the most rapes. That's not good. Most immigration has, has brought nothing good, including gang rapes of European women. Great job, European politicians. See, but it doesn't touch them. Because where are they at? Where is... Ursula von der Leyen. Ursula von der Leyen is behind the walls that she doesn't allow you to have and behind the guns that she doesn't allow you to have. So she doesn't have to worry about her body. Everybody else does, but she doesn't have to worry about it because she's protected. And until she or one of her family members is victimized by an illegal immigrant, which will never happen because she's behind walls and guns and millions upon millions of dollars from her Pfizer contractor husband... She, won't, she doesn't have to worry about being victimized by illegal immigration. Just like Schumer doesn't have to worry about it. And AOC, who's allegedly a socialist, AOC is a socialist who drives around in her Tesla going mm-hmm. to Starbucks every day and is a multimillionaire. She doesn't have to worry about it either. Right. Who has to worry about it? Well, the, the universal Lao Beijing. We have to worry about it. All right, let's go to the next one. Here's the stats coming, coming right. It's right here. This is German stats. Share of foreign nationals among 2017 crime statistics. It's 2017. It's a while ago. Think about how much worse it is now. Oh, Just back in 2017, before this even went rampant. Yeah. Pickpocket, 74% of all pickpocketing was done by illegal migrants. Forgery of official documents, 55% by illegal migrants. Burglaries, 
Uh, burglaries, 41% of burglaries. That's somebody illegally entering your dwelling That's or committed crazy. by illegal migrants. 37% of rapes and sexual assaults, illegal migrants. This is 2017. What is it now? Double? It's got to be double. It's got to be double everyone. Social benefit fraud, 34%. Murder and manslaughter, 29.7%. Share of the population, 12%. <laughs> So 12% of the population is committing, I guarantee you now, 50% of all these crimes. Yeah. Guarantee it now. All right, let's go to the last one for me on the, on the uh, I just have to show you this. Most of you have seen this video, but I just have to show you. Here's California. It's not an invasion, though. Don't worry about it. Play it for me. So there you go. I just wanted to show you that. We just muted it just in case there's cussing on that one. Sure, I can remember whether there was any cussing on it or not. But don't worry, it's not. I mean, it doesn't look like. I mean, it looks like an amphibious landing, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. I mean, it actually looks like a scene from Saving Private Ryan. A hundred percent. I mean, amphibious <laughs> landing. Everybody sprints into your neighborhood. That's how it landed. Nobody does Iraq. a daggum thing. Not one person does a daggum thing except shoot video. No, there's no cops, no CBP, no federal government, nothing. Because of your Joe Biden, your Kamala Harris, your AOC, your Iona Presley, Rashida Tlaib, Corey Mills, whoever you are, it'll never touch you yep. until it does. Until it does. It's just like crime ended up on Nancy Pelosi's doorstep, didn't it? The rampant crime in San Francisco ended up on Nancy Pelosi's doorstep. Eventually, it'll end, Democrats, it'll end up on your doorstep as NYC and Chicago are learning very quickly. All right, Midas Gold Group, listen, we've all got to buy gold to hedge against the de-dollarization of the globe. Buy your gold from a MAGA company. This right here is a MAGA company, not a conservative company, not a Republican company, a MAGA, a Make America Great company. They know the stuff that you and I know. They are on the same, same wavelength as you and I are. They're not Romneys or Cornins or Collinses or McConnell's, or Lindsey Graham's. These are MAGA Republicans, MAGA-owned, MAGA-operated. And the greatest thing about the Midas Gold Group is all of their gold is physical. In your hand now. You want your gold now? It's in your hand now. We've got to buy it because the because of BRICS, the BRICS movement around the globe, and the BRICS movement is buying gold, trying to de-dollarize the globe and de devalue the USD. You've got to buy gold to hedge against the de-dollarization of the globe. And when you do buy it, make sure you buy it from Midas Gold Group, my one and only sponsor, the only company that has the guts to sponsor this podcast. Buy it from Midas Gold Group. I'm buying it this year. Matter of fact, I'm buying it either this month or next month from Midas. And when you do buy it from Midas, tell them that the TLP sent you. All right, let's go to the next thing. All right, here we go. UN now. UN is, oh, what a wonderful organization the UN is, right? <laughs> United Nations. Let me, let me ask you this. We send them billions and billions and billions and billions and billions, and then on top of that, more billions. What has it ever done for you? Aaron, has it ever done anything for you? No. Ever done anything for you, Will? No. Never done anything for me. <laughs> Not one thing. Either it's the federal government. No. One time I needed the federal government, I needed them to pick up trash in the back of the church oh. after the hurricane. Oh, yeah. You know what they did? <laughs> Nothing. They didn't do it. Nothing. We called them up and said, hey, FEMA, you got to pick up all of our trash as part of, you know, we pay our taxes. No, it's too late. Oh, thank you. So I spent $8,000 picking it up myself. Yeah. You know, there you go. So the federal government can spin it sideways and shove it up their own caboose. 
Same thing with the UN, which is basically the equivalent of the federal government globally. Here's a mischief video from Fox News. Stop all funding to the UN. Play it for me. Alex Hogan has the latest on what we are now hearing from Tel Aviv. Hi, Alex. Hi, Sandra. I just reached out to UNRWA, and they say that there is no comment yet about the U.S. pulling this funding, but they did say that those staffers have been let go even before this investigation begins. They also released these statements saying, in part, quote, the Israeli authorities have provided UNRWA with information about the alleged involvement of several UNRWA employees in the horrific attacks on Israel on October 7th, as well as any UNRWA employee who was involved in the acts of terror will be held accountable, including through criminal prosecution. Now, meanwhile, it was earlier today that the UN's top court stopped short of demanding an end to the war but or calling for a ceasefire, but did call for the need for Israel to take serious measures to prevent genocide. And they issued these four requirements that Israel should take measures to prevent killings, injuries, and destructions, that there should be measures in place to prevent any kind of incitement or acts of violence. It must preserve evidence of any acts of violence. And the country also will need to report how it will be abiding by these regulations in about a month's time. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu is responding to that ruling, saying that Israel's commitment to international law is unwavering, and like every country, Israel has a right to defend itself. Now, as the IDF pushes forward into Gaza, the military says that it has uncovered as many as 200 tunnels in the city of Khan Yunis, as well as more than 130 military. So now it turns out that UN assets had a role in the 10-7 attack, the Hamas attack on Israel. <laughs> Weird, isn't it? Shocker. How many <laughs> How many were killed there? 1,400? I can't remember. I can't remember, yeah. Something, something along like those lines. Yeah. Over 1,000 Israeli kills, killed and raped and beheaded. Multiple, multiple, multiple rapes. Of course, because, and then, again, there's no correlation, right? Because you have all of these Islamic men going into Spain, going into France, going into Germany, going into Sweden, and their rape rate goes through the roof, and their one quote-unquote pseudo-military assault on Israel, there's multiple, multiple, multiple rapes. That's weird. Racist! Racist! How am I racist? Were there rapes or not? Rape rates gone through the roof or not? What's it got to do with race? It's got nothing to do with it. I'm telling you, these Islamic men are raping women. They are, period. That the rape rates are through the roof. Sorry, this way that it is. Yep. So it turns out you've got, put up the next one for me, well, side by side, so I can remember how, what this, what this uh, UNRWA stands for. So you end up with multiple, I mean, well, I don't know multiple, I don't know how many human beings, but several human beings from the UN played a role from the United Nations. You got to, I mean, you just have to get the absolute, I don't know what the word would be, uh, audacity comes to mind, but... I use that word too much. But anyway, so the UN is currently right now telling Israel to monitor your own uh, warfare, your own violence during a war, looking, the UN's trying to, to barter a ceasefire, telling Israel you better make sure you're not committing war crimes. So the very people who are telling Israel what to do had assets in, in Hamas that attacked Israel. They're telling Israel, take it easy on Hamas. Well, well, maybe it's because they work for the UN. The UN had assets in Hamas. And of course, they're going to say they didn't know, and they're gonna, we're going to look into it. It's going to be a deep dive. We're going to put in a whole new bunch of new regulations. We're going to make sure we filter all this out. Look at this, last refuge. Biden forced to stop funding United Nations Relief Agency after evidence of 12 UNRWA 
agents participating in, in October 7th terrorist attack against Israel. So the UN is monitoring Israel for its violence on the Gaza Strip while, while the UN themselves participated in the violence against Israel on 10-7. The rapes, the homicides. How many Americans was there? And do you remember 30? I yeah, can't remember I think 30, it was 30 or 40 yeah. dead Americans also? I mean, you, you talk about, once again, the fox guarding the hen house. It's the same thing that I tell you here. The very people, I mean, the NIH and the CDC are supposed to be monitoring and holding accountable the very people that fund them? <laughs> so you're going to govern the people that fund you, you the NIH, and 40% of your money comes from the people you regulate? <laughs> so the UN is going to regulate violence while conducting violence? So you're the arsonist and the firefighter? That's the real world, everybody. Just so you know, there, isn't, there ain't nothing perfect out there but Jesus. There is nothing perfect but the Bible. Nothing. Don't put your faith in anything or anybody else, not even Trump. Nobody. Nobody. Not conservatism either. The only thing that's praying, I'm as conservative as conservative can get. I'm just telling you, that's not where my faith lies because there's corruption, not, in the, not necessarily in conservatism, the ideal of conservatism itself, but in conservatives. Go to the next one for me, Will. Marissa Hansen tweet, why does the UN, this is a refugee organization, why does the UN have one agency for Palestinian Arab refugees, yeah, URWA is what they call it, URWA, <laughs> UR1, and another for everybody else? Why do, why do Palestinian, Palestinians have their own refugee organization inside the UN and all of the refugees that everybody allegedly cares about gathering at the southern border has one, they have all of their agencies all of the refugees are governed by another entity. So you have all refugees governed by one entity inside of the UN and Palestinian refugees, which is only a few thousand people, governed by an entity inside of the UN. Because again, they want to get as many, they want to defeat Israel. And if you listen, I don't, you know what, if you want to be against Israel, just understand you're going against the Bible, a land for which the Lord your God cares. The eyes of the Lord your God are always on it from the beginning of the year to the very end of the year. For you have made your people Israel, your very own people. When, when, when? For forever. And you, Lord, have become their God. Let's, that's the Bible. So I'm not going to, listen, I'm not claiming Israel's perfect. I'm not claiming Netanyahu's perfect. I'm not saying that the Mossad didn't have a part in that attack or the CIA didn't have a part in that attack. I don't know. But I stand in Israel against Hezbollah, against Hamas, against Iran, against the Houthis, and anybody else you want to name in the Middle East. Simple as that. All right, let's go to the next one, Will. EMG, I believe it is, video. Yes, sir. This is, a, this is tremendous. Here is, I wanted to show you this because I wanted you to see, so you have the U.N., Basically, and it's just mass, giant. I don't, it's, not, it's not really hypocrisy. It's, it's hierarchy. It's audacity. That you're, you're regulating Israel's warfare, and you had assets that caused the warfare. You had, it, not, it didn't even cause warfare. You caused rapes and mass homicides on 10-7. And now you're going to regulate Israel's response? So you're the arsonist and the firefighter and the fire inspector. So here, it's the same thing that's happening inside the United States because here's the thing. How innocent was the Biden administration on the 10-7 attack? Play for me, Will. An employee of the Department of Homeland Security who posted these comments on October 
the seventh. That's not all she posted. She also posted this graphic. Now, this is a fake graphic, I want to be clear, but I think we understand it. This is a paraglider, a Hamas paraglider, depicted here with a machine gun flying into Israel. She posted it under her online alias with the celebratory Free Palestine. Mr. Secretary, what, what's going on here? Is this, is this typical of, of people who work at DHS? This is an asylum and immigration officer who is posting these, frankly, pro-genocidal slogans and images on the day that Israelis are being slaughtered in their beds. What have you done about this? Four things I'd like to say to you. Number one, your question to suggest that it, that is emblematic of the men and women of the Department of Homeland Security is despicable. Number I'm sorry, two, what have you done? This person works for the Department of Homeland Security. Have you fired her? That was one of four answers. Have you fired her? One. Have you fired her? Don't come to this hearing room when Israel has been invaded and Jewish students are barricaded in libraries in this country and cannot be escorted out because they are threatened for their lives. You have employees who are celebrating genocide and you are saying it's despicable for me to ask the question? So it's obvious the U.N. had Hamas assets, and it appears that the United States has Hamas assets. And don't forget, I also put up tweets at that time where there was a leading Biden advisor who's directly connected with Hamas. So you just, you know, I should have actually found that one. That would better. That was even better than that video is those tweets on that. But anyway, just so you know, that's how the world really works. The very people who right now are telling Israel, ceasefire, 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 are the ones who had a part or even instigated the 10-7 assault on Israel. Just so you know. Uh, let's switch over to Donald Trump. So we know about the E. Jean Carroll lawsuits. Here we go again. Here we go again. Oh, man, I've only got six minutes. <laughs> but here's the thing. I'll get to as much as I can. Okay. So here, I'll have to, I'll have to watch my dissertation time frames here. Yeah. <laughs> so here we go again. So Rudy Giuliani gets caught. Now, he allegedly committed defamation in Atlanta. For Ruby Freeman and Shay Moss, right? So you let you, so you remember the video, Ruby Freeman on video, stuffing the same ballots in the same machine over and over again. And, and Rudy Giuliani showed the video. Here's Ruby Freeman and her daughter, Shay Moss, shoving the same ballots in the same machine over and over and over again, right? We got that. And he's hauled in front of a Washington, D.C. jury, Washington, D.C. judge, Washington, D.C. prosecutor for a defamation that occurred in Atlanta. And he gets found where he has to pay $148 million in defamation settlement to those two women. And he's worth $10 million. So now Donald Trump gets sued for defaming E. Jean Carroll, a woman he's never met in his life, never seen in his life, who he allegedly raped 25 years ago in a department store dressing room. Donald Trump, who could have any woman he wanted, basically his entire life is going to rape this ugly woman. That's where I really miss cussing. <laughs> because I would like to put something on the end of ugly, but I won't do it. So he allegedly rapes this woman. And so he gets found guilty of, of, of a civil penalty of rape has to pay her some money. Then he says that she's lying, puts it out on Twitter. She's lying. So she now sues him for defamation on top of the original civil lawsuit. And now he's got to pay $83 million for saying that she's a liar and that it never happened. Listen to the video. Play for me. University of Rochester and then Harvard University Law Degree. And he's appointed by Bill Clinton. 
Really? Yeah, it, right there. Oh, right there. There's a little irony. Can you imagine that. Weird. Appointed by Bill Clinton. Weird. The judge. Not right Bob. there. You will not even believe what I just found. <laughs> he was, Kaplan was presiding judge on mattering oh, relating wow. towards Virginia Gurefray and Prince Andrew. Click on that on section. Watch what happens here and what happens to the case. Case was dismissed by the party stipulation in March 2022 without going to trial. Prince Andrew. So let me get this straight. This case, read the top. Federal Court, Virginia. You know who Virginia, uh, uh, I mean, we just talked Sexually about her, right? traffic girl That's from right. Epstein Island. From Epstein Island, second son of, wow. for sexual assault under court, uh, several uh, sexual encounters with Andrew in the early 2000s at the age of 17 after being sex trafficked by American financier and convicted by sex offender Jeffrey Epstein. Dismissed without going to trial, yet Trump's $83.3 million. Wow. Great find by the PBD podcast there, Patrick Bet David. Great find also is the salty goat video. So you just have the, the judge in this defamation lawsuit against Donald Trump by E. Jean Carroll, who's a known just nutbag. The judge is a Clinton appointee. <laughs> so the one who just found Donald Trump guilty of defaming a woman about sexual assault was appointed by Bill Clinton, who's been accused of sexual assault more than one time, I believe at least twice himself. And then this is the guy who dismissed this, the case, I hope I can pronounce her name right, Virginia Giffrey against Prince, Prince Andrew. Prince Andrew, okay, and by the way, they're all on Epstein Island. They're all on the flights. Yep. There's no connection between Donald Trump and this department store. There's no connection between E.G. and Carol. They can't put them in. I mean, again, it's like Christine Blasey Ford versus, versus Brett Kavanaugh. She can't name a date, a location, no eyewitnesses, no DNA. The same thing here. That doesn't get dismissed. But, he, but Virginia Guffrey's case against Prince Andrew, where he has a connect. They're all connected with Epstein Island. They're all connected with Jeffrey Epstein. They're on the Lolita Express. They're in the same place at the same time. And... There's a picture of Prince Andrew with his victim. Yep. That gets dismissed, but Donald Trump gets found guilty and given us and, and EJ and Carroll gets a settlement of $83 million. Give me a break. Put the next one for me, Will. Gain of function, uh, gain of Fauci uh, tweet. Trump having to pay an insane person $83 million is almost as absurd as Joe Biden getting 81 million votes. Great. I love Gain of Fauci. Follow him on on uh on Twitter. You gotta hear this. Viva Fry. Here's E. Jean Carroll. Play for me, Will. And it was all fairly playful. Um, oh, it was charming. It was yes. exciting. Remember what Donald Trump was like in 95, 96. On the counter were these fancy lingerie boxes that they used to have back in the 90s. Yeah. You wore lingerie in the 90s, I'll bet, Joy. But he didn't suggest it. He shouted it. He shouted Lingerie. Lingerie. He may have shouted underwear. Yeah. I, you okay. Know, okay. Were you scared? Were you no, angry? Too, were you... I was too panicked to be scared. Too panicked to be scared. Okay. Totally. And I put my life on the line. Do you think that you're going... Well, hold on a second. What do you mean you put your life on the line? Well, people have told me I have to be careful. You've gotten death threats. I am not looking at death threats. I have the idea... That I'm going to make him put it on over his pants. That was my idea. Mm -hmm. You see how funny that would be to make him put yes. that on. Yeah. I guess my question is: Is could there be any DNA Have on no there? No idea. I do not know if the president ejaculated. Have no idea. Lawrence, I wish I had said. I wish I had said. I'll tell you my age if you 
show me your tax returns. <laughs> yeah, it would have been, would have been helpful uh, now. Well, so I'm holding my handbag like the, the only reason I know I'm holding my handbag is because I discovered it in my hand when I got to the street. The statement that he said, which he's just made, which is, she's not my type number one, that was the number one thing. I love that I'm not his type. I'm an archer, I have bows and arrows, you know. I, yeah, fine. I think they're just too, never mind, never mind. I think most people think of rape as a, I mean, it is a violent assault, it is not I think most sexual. people think of rape as being sexy. Mm. Let's take a short break. Think of the fantasies. Mm. We're just going to take a quick break. If you can stick around, we'll talk more on the other side. You're fascinating to talk to. <laughs> and that nut just got $83 million from Donald Trump for defaming her because he said that she was a bold-faced liar. Not just a liar. She is a complete nut out of her mind. Insane, insane asylum quality person. Love you all back here Tuesday night. God bless you. You need to, like, you know, understand that you're not going to spend all of eternity standing there like a bump on a log. Who's the, who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven, according to Matthew chapter 18, verse 4? Those who approach him like a child. And some of you, you're just, you're very stoic, and you're actually, it's not that you're stoic, it's that you're prideful. Get those hands in the air and worship God. It's Yahweh. You're not, you're not worshiping me or the church. You're worshiping Yahweh, the almighty God of Israel, who is worthy of an uplifted hand, who is worthy of a shout of joy. He's worthy. If you enjoyed watching the Tom Lipley podcast, please consider investing in our program. Go to TomLipley.com and donate $25 or more and we will send you this TLP mug warmer. We look forward to you tuning in next week and thank you for giving.